0: Hello, friends, and welcome to In the Limelight. Um, I am currently in Bali, Indonesia, and I was not planning on recording any episodes while I was here, but then this whole New York Times debacle happened um, and obviously really impacted our community, really impacted me. So I thought that I would record a mini emergency podcast um, on this whole thing and talk about it a little bit. So for those um, that either don't know or aren't really caught up, the New York Times had a writer um, publish a story called My Son Got Lyme Disease, He's Totally Fine. And it was completely unbalanced, completely uneducated, and literally just based off of one person's experience with Lyme disease, where thankfully this writer's son it was caught very quickly, um, like I want to say within six weeks. And, you know, thank God he's fine. He doesn't have any symptoms. And not only that, but she also used quotes and resources um, that are totally biased, that have a vested interest in Lyme disease not quote unquote being real. And it was just a disgraceful, disgusting article. And I cannot say enough. Um, negative things about it. So I think since the article came out, what's so upsetting is the hostility on Lyme towards Lyme patients, Um, just generally from the science community, from the community as a whole that just lives online, specifically like on Twitter and It's just been really terrifying and confusing, and it makes you kind of be fearful about like sharing your story or sharing the fact that you have Lyme disease, which should never be the case. Um, I'll pull it up right now. Global Lyme Alliance posted a rebuttal of sorts on their blog, and you know, they really took their time with it, which is amazing, and they cited you know, a dozen or so, um, research articles that are, you know, backed and funded by, you know, the top universities, the top researchers. Um, it's on the global Lime Alliance blog. If you want to read it, it's just like, clearly Lyme disease is real. People are having horrible experiences. And as my friend Michelle said on Instagram, we should never use someone's personal story to discredit others. I mean, it's basically weaponizing one story to discredit others, which is just horrible. Um, So, yeah, that is my emergency podcast episode, and it has been so touching to see online all the people that are sharing their story and all the people that have had the courage to come forward and share their story because I know that it's not easy. Um, And as my friend Hannah reminded me that this battle, a key to this battle is persistence. And we need to, instead of just being angry and shooting that anger off at people, we need to redirect our anger towards making a positive impact. Um, Sadly, this is not the first time that somebody has published a dangerous unbalanced piece and it certainly won't be the last. So we just need to kind of, I think, start to move on from this and channel our energy into backing research, supporting legislation, advocating for patient rights, um, all of these tangible things where we can really, really make a difference. Um, I know personally that I am choosing to refocus my energy into the good of the community um, and advocating, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But I also wanted to touch upon you know, this all happened while I was away on the other side of the world. So like I'm getting things much later, you know, than other people. And before I actually read the whole piece, one of the first things that I noticed was people just spewing off incredibly hateful things, um, towards this writer on Twitter and Instagram and, um, saying, you know, that they hope she gets Lyme disease or her son gets Lyme disease, you know, and it reappears or whatever. And I just think that that's terrible. And, I wouldn't wish that upon my greatest enemy and I am just very disappointed that people chose to respond that way instead of with factual information. Um, I think there's something to be said for really thinking through a response before you post it because I totally understand the pain and the anger that this piece caused, right? But I think that it's never okay to wish ill upon someone even if they are, you know, evil, (laughs) Um, because we're not that kind of people. You know, we're a really amazing, strong community, and we can't let one piece bring us down and diminish our value. So I think that just to everyone out there, be very conscious of what you put online. Um, My friend Jenny, who's a beautiful, talented writer, you know, was called a cult leader, for a very empowering um, piece that she recently wrote that I happened to be quote quoted in. And we shouldn't be facing this kind of backlash. Um, you know, it's just, it's not nice. So anyway, um, another thing that happened this week that I, I wanted to touch on was, I think most of you know, I've been doing a lot of advocacy with Representative Karen Whitsett from Michigan um, in support of, you know, Lyme legislation that supports patients, um, that supports patient rights, and for whatever reason, the Michigan Lyme Association has opposed this legislation, I believe, because they are not really involved with it, Um, and my husband and I started a letter-writing campaign in support of Karen Whitsett's legislation. Thankfully, it was very successful. And in retaliation for that letter campaign, um, members of the Michigan Lyme Association decided to post my public information, my personal information publicly. So my phone number, my email, um, my contact information, copies of the letter, which is fine. Please read the letter, <laughs> educate people. And um, so I think that I'm going to do a whole other episode on that and the cruelty within this community towards other Lyme patients when even if you don't agree with this legislation, right, and I'm supporting this legislation, number one, that gives you no right to release my private information online. when you emailed me pretending to be someone who supports this legislation, and number two, you should, just as a human being, be able to look at somebody as a whole, right? Like, that's not all the advocacy I do. I do a lot of different advocacy. I've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for Global Lyme Alliance. I put myself out there relentlessly to support patients and advocate for patient rights. And um, it's just really disappointing to see somebody react that way in such a cruel manner towards someone else that is also a part of this community. Like no matter what, we are all in this together. We are all fighting for our rights in different ways. And For you to launch a takedown attack of somebody else in this community, for example, me, um, is disgusting and it's vile. And anyone that behaves that way, I condemn that behavior 100%. So I'm going to be talking more about that. I might have to change my phone number now. I'm probably going to have to change my email. So I'm not going to let this stop me. I'm going to keep advocating for legislation. I will keep raising money for Global Lyme Alliance, um, and I will keep advocating for patient rights because one bad seed or a handful of bad seeds does not ruin this, and I will not let it um, defeat me. So that might be a whole other episode, um, but I just wanted to let you know what was going on and how disappointed I am in those people specifically. So after you know all of this, after this whole New York Times debacle, if you feel inspired to get involved, please let me know. Um, I can help you launch a letter writing campaign in your state to your representatives or your senators. I can help put you in touch with Global Limelines for grassroots um, fundraising efforts. There are so many things that we can do together, and I you know, spent most of the week just feeling really crappy and really down. And I now I'm just feeling super inspired and ready to accept information from the universe, um, to make an impact in a greater way. So I'm putting that out there for all of us. And, um, yeah, so I do just to wrap this up, um, this is just a mini episode. So I hope That you enjoyed my little rant. Um, I just feel like something, you know, needed to be said about this. Like I said before, if you want to read Global Lyme Alliance's article titled "One Article Cannot Dismiss the Facts About Lyme Disease," it's really well done, and you can find one, two, three, four, five, six, nine peer-to-peer-reviewed journals. Um, to share or read or educate yourself, whatever you want to do with them, they are there. And then I also want to talk a little bit about the Sublime Soiree. So that is what I'm shifting all of my energy into. When I am back from Bali, um, I host a gala August 22nd where we raise funds for Global Lime Alliance. And it's a really special night. Um, We just you know, bring our community together in a really special way. And the energy is just electric and we get together about 15 of Chicago's top chefs to cook gluten and dairy free dishes, you know, for our crowd. And we have an auction and um, music and just, there's really nothing else like it. So I will put the link um, to the Sublime Surrey in my comments. And um, if you feel so inclined please make a donation in the New York Times writer's name, which I will also put in the comments here, because I think the best thing that we can do to um, rebuttal this is to make a difference and make a difference for those living with Lyme disease. So, hey, if she doesn't want (laughs) to be associated with Lyme disease, she is now, and that's kind of her own fault. So next episodes of In the Limelight, We have Bart Yasso coming up and he, it was such a touching episode. I like love him now. And Gwen Prentice from Helen John coming up an inspirational, um, very successful female business owner that also is, you know, battling Lyme disease. And um, yeah. So thanks so much for listening. I am sorry that this New York times piece has impacted our community. I am sorry that there are people out there that do such negative things like post people's private information online, but I guess that's life and we will continue to get through it. So once again, if you want to connect, um, or you need anything, just send me a message on Instagram. It's at Allie T. Maresco, and just know that I'm there with you. I'm sending you healing energy, positive energy, and we will get through this together. Bye guys.